3: This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of edge microactive pre-emergent
0: herbicide. And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Brought to you by Harvard Western Insurance. We don't judge. Here's another reminder to renew your plates today. Visit harvardwestern.com. And brought to you by the Arcola Co-op. You're at home here on Highway 13 in Arcola. Today, Environment Canada releases the March weather figures and the month came out colder and drier than normal. We also take a look at a coming storm and the long-range forecast for spring seeding. FCC announces $1.5 million in funding for rural capital projects. Rural Agriculture has an update on the cattle market, speaking with Ann Wasco. And we have the farm weather. It's in its usual spot at the bottom of the hour. Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Johnson's Grain, your first and last stop for grain pricing and crop protection. And brought to you by Farm Fresh Water. They'll make your well water wonderful and your dugout drinkable. Get your farm fresh water today at farmfreshwater.ca. The month of March goes into the record books in Regina as cooler and drier than normal. Environment Canada meteorologist Terry Lang says the mean temperature in Regina last month was minus 6 degrees. About 1.2 degrees colder than normal.
4: For much of Saskatchewan, of course, it was below average uh, with respect to temperature wasn't anything too record-setting or anything like that. Most of the rankings came in uh, middle of the pack for how cold uh, it was. Regina ran about 1.2 degrees below average, and so that made it sort of of middle-of-the-pack-ish for rankings. And for Saskatoon, exactly the same, minus 1.2 below average, and again, sort of in the middle of the pack for rankings.
0: So, Terry, tell me about precipitation. How did it look?
4: Well, we continued that trend again with the wettest part of the province through the central part again. The storm tracks still went through there, so still quite a bit of snow up through there, still piling up through March, of course. But with respect... To Regina and Saskatoon, Regina came in actually on the dry side, 7.5 millimeters of precipitation, and of course that snow, rain, everything melted down, compared to the average of 19.7. So only 38% of average. So that made for the 30th driest March in 136 years of record. And for Saskatoon, A little bit more, they had a few more weather systems, they kind of got clipped by those ones that went through the the central part, so when everything was said and done, melted down 17.7 millimeters of precipitation compared to the average of 15.6, so 113% of average and 52nd wettest out of 120 years of record.
0: So how does that compare with the previous winter months? We were cooler than normal and drier than normal.
4: Except for that central part again, right? We still continue that trend of that wetness through the central part, but for the most part it was cooler than average for the winter and drier than average.
0: Tell me about this week. What's the outlook for farmers thinking about spring seeding?
4: Well, we have a bit of a fly in the ointment. Uh, We do have a weather system moving through Saskatchewan uh, starting tonight and through Tuesday into even through Wednesday. We are going to see some rain, probably a lot of uh, rain-snow mix as well. And we're actually looking at some heavy snows for areas closer to uh, the Alberta border, particularly that higher terrain, Cypress Hills through grasslands, all that higher terrain through there can expect quite a bit of snow. We are expecting also some very strong winds to move through that southwest corner of the province through Tuesday, so something to remember. After that, the flow becomes a little bit more westerly, and that tends to bring us drier conditions with near-seasonal temperatures. We're going to see quite a warm day today across many parts of the province ahead of that weather system. Then it gets, cools off a little bit, but then you know kind of straightens out into more seasonal averages.
0: What are we looking at for the rest of April and into May?
4: Well, it is continuing that trend of sort of below seasonal averages just because La Nina is still kind of hanging out in the uh, South Pacific there. Weakening, but still there. So we're still expecting those cooler temperatures to sort of prevail. And it is showing the trend from sort of mid-April to mid-May to be drier than average.
0: So farmers can look forward to having some decent possible moisture this week and then spring seeding in the coming month.
4: Hopefully we'll see what Mother Nature has up her sleeve. We know that April is always a volatile month for weather just because we're starting to get those warmer temperatures up from the south but the cold air is still lurking to the north so when you kind of clash those two together that's where we tend to get those weather systems moving through and we can get those heavier snows through April.
0: Terry Lang is a meteorologist with Environment Canada. This portion is brought to you by Seedmaster. No matter what you grow, Seedmaster has the ultimate seeding solutions for better crops and bigger profits. Seedmaster.ca. Regina based Farm Credit Canada is offering financial support to nonprofit groups across rural areas of the country. FCC will award $1.5 million for capital projects. FCC Manager of Community Investment, Carla Warnica, says the deadline to apply is April 29th.
1: Well, the FCC Agri-Spirit Fund is is one way we work with uh, local organizations to help enrich those communities where we have employees and customers living and working. So we open today, and we're going to be accepting applications for rural capital projects until April 29th.
0: What projects qualify?
1: We've got it. They really run the gamut. You know, it's anything that's capital in nature. They can get between $5,000 and $25,000 dollars. So some examples of past projects would be things like equipment and refrigeration for rural food banks. We've worked with organizations to do construction or renovations on community buildings or um, agriculture and food-related initiatives, for sure, in rural communities. Things like community gardens or refrigerated vehicles to transport food to rural communities, things like that.
0: What organizations qualify to apply?
1: um registered charities and nonprofits and um, indigenous communities as well as long as they're under 150,000 in population so you can go to www.fccagrispiritfund.ca and there you can see um, a list of past projects el- um eligibility requirements and certainly the link to the application is on the website as well
0: and this is for rural communities
1: it is rural communities you know rural canadians are so passionate about enhancing their communities and the FCC Acre Spirit Fund is really here to support those um, efforts. So if you have a project that's a fit and you're a community that's under $150,000, um, we really encourage you to apply. Go to the website, uh, check out the past applicants and see if your project could be fit because we'd really love to partner with you.
0: I understand projects that have been funded in the past include things like food banks, skating rinks, and fire departments?
1: Certainly has, yes. We've got a we've got a wide range of different projects that have been supported. You know, lots of as long as they're capital in nature, but it really ranges extremely from, like you said, from food banks to fire departments to certainly initiatives that are promoting sustainability and anything that's connected to agriculture and food. The
0: Agri Spirit Fund, seventeen years in operation. How extensive has it been across Canada?
1: It's been we've been around for a while. Um, we have one and a half million dollars that we're giving away once again this year and since our inception in 2004, we've supported over 1,400 projects and given $18 million away so far, and we're looking forward to giving away some more.
0: And when will the winners be announced?
1: We'll be looking to announce the winners in September. So yes, you can apply from April 1st to April 29th, and winners will be announced in September.
0: Carla Warnica is the manager of community investment at Farm Credit Canada.
5: This is your realagriculture.com update. Bring the energy of Real Ag Radio to your next customer meeting or conference. From your stage, we'll record an episode in person to inform and provide insight on the latest in agriculture. Now time to talk cattle markets for our beef market update. We're talking to Anne Wasco, the Gateway Livestock Exchange. Hey, give us an update on what's going on in these cattle markets from a price perspective.
6: Well, not a whole bunch of different uh, numbers to report. We're still steady in the south this week at 138 in the U.S. and Texas and Kansas. A little bit of improvement in the Northern Plains, Nebraska market, especially yesterday. They're calling that market now steady to three higher uh, address, 222 to 225. And there was a little bit of live trade up as high as 143. So that looked a little better. But it's kind of interesting when you go back and look at the month of March to see where the U.S. US Kind of traded at the entire month. They basically were not very far from a from a weekly five area average price of 138. So a very very flat market. When you, normally Sean uh, March is a market that you know you're tending to move higher into spring seasonally. So that that hasn't been the case. Now the cutout that wholesale price did gain six bucks this week. So we're up to 268 on the choice cut out last night and I think the best way to maybe describe the action in the wholesale market is a slow grind higher so we've seen the low you know for the first quarter low was made back in February and now we're seeing the market grind higher into what's typically the high for the spring in, in April or May so it seems to be on track. And then just lastly Sean on the local market i think the steady the the keyword here is steady Um, another week at 275 delivered dressed pretty light test packers are long bought for the most part some lifting dates are starting to get quoted right out into may so that's that kind of shows you just kind of how this local market is and we've been stuck in alberta and around us 160 live average for the entire
5: year. Mm-hmm.
6: So the first quarter of 2022 has been a very flat, dismal 160.
5: Yeah, I, I heard a story from uh, a fee, feed yard I was talking to earlier this week that said, you know, cash, they're being told six weeks. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. That's not good.
6: And, and, you know, and they're looking at, uh, you know, what, what what each animal is eating per day in terms of, uh, of cost and, and, the, and the market's not going anywhere. So it's, it's pretty a f- pretty frustrating scenario, especially, you know, you don't want to be getting into cattle that are behind schedule. You want to be getting cattle out on schedule when, when you've got record costs. Yeah,
5: it's sort of like you know, when you see your family leave, you know, the kids are going, your wife, your spouse is going, you know, everyone, there's like five vehicles in the family that are rolling. It's like, don't worry, gas is cheap. It's 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 sort of like feeding right now. Don't worry. You know, that, that corn is like super inexpensive. Like Oh uh,
6: yeah. I know, I know. So yeah, yeah. I sense some you're 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 hearing and seeing the strain around you in terms of these daily costs, whether it's feed or any of the input mm-hmm. costs,
5: just oh, crazy. I, yeah, absolutely. And and you mentioned if you look back across all of Q one, very stagnant, which is uh typically uh, Q one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Q one no. prices.
6: Yeah, normally we would move higher into this point in time. And, you know, yes, there's been all of this outside action happening in terms of the Ukraine war and all the rest of it, that, you know, really stifled. I think that spring, you know, what we were
5: expecting originally to be a spring rally, and that's just fizzled. When we, when we look at the cost of gain, and we know it's high, it's historically high. Yeah. But in context, historically, how much higher are we, you know, compared to some of the years of the past?
6: Well, record high, like you said, and and the previous record before 2022 numbers would have been last year at 2021. So, you know, we're in this environment the last two years where we've never seen uh, feed costs and grain prices in terms of, uh, you know, barley or corn at these levels in, in Western Canada before. So the only other close, not even close, but the previous record, let's put it that way, previous record on an, and this is based on a, a uh, cattle, um, cattle, uh, break even report that they do, uh, in 2013, it was around a dollar 20, um, a pound again. And, you know, we're up in the one seventy five plus, area today, so it blows any previous highs out of the water in terms of what's going on presently.
4: Yeah, we
5: had a USDA report this week, corn, you know, 4% lower planting, perspected uh, than last year. Of course, it, that, that survey was done a month ago, so there's still obviously time for the what actually gets in the ground to be different, and uh, we'll, we'll see what happens there. Of course, if you're in the feeding sector, you're hoping for a, a much higher corn planted number. This has been your Real Agriculture update. You can find out more about this issue or many others at realagriculture.com.
0: The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry, Justin or Devon at 352 1866. And Moose Jaw Truck Shop, the number one choice for any diesel engine repair. Drop in, no appointment necessary. Or visit MoosejawTruckShop.com. Today, sunny. Wind southeast 30, gusting to 50. The high 15 degrees. 60% chance of showers late this evening and overnight. The low plus 5. Tuesday, cloudy. Wind west 30. The high 9 degrees. Tomorrow, periods of rain or snow in the evening. The low minus 1. Wednesday, cloudy. The high 9. The low minus 7. Thursday, partly cloudy. The high 8. The low minus 7. Friday, sunny, the high 12, the low 0. Saturday, partly cloudy, the high 13, the low minus 3. Sunday, partly cloudy, the high near 8 degrees. Normal high for this date is 8 degrees. The normal low is minus 5. The sun rose at 628 this morning. It sets at 734 tonight. And around the province, the hot spot is in the west central area of Leader at 14. The cold spot, Collins Bay up north at minus 5. Estevan is 14, Saskatoon 12, Swift Current 13. Weyburn is 12, Yorkton is 2. Sunny in Regina, 12 degrees, that's 54 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the south, southeast at 23, gusting to 33. Humidity is 44%, the falling 99.8. Park cloudy in Jaw. it's 14 degrees. Winds are from the south at 17, gusting to 30. Once again, Regina, sunny in 12, that's 54 Fahrenheit back in a moment. This spring, apply pre-emergent edge microactive
3: group three herbicide from Gowan Canada before seeding your canola peas or lentils. Maximize yield today and manage resistance tomorrow. Always read and follow label directions from Gowan Canada.
0: This portion of Saskatchewan agriculture today is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers. Get fair market value for your assets with an online auction through McDougall Auctioneers mcdougalauctions.com and brought to you by Pattison Liquid Systems, experts in liquid fertilizer distribution. Fertilizers just better when it's wetter. Pattison Liquid Systems expect the best. A partner with Polar Pork Farms in Central Saskatchewan suggests escalating tensions in Eastern Europe have the potential to destabilize food production globally. Florian Posberg says the availability of feed grain has been an issue since last year.
2: Well, the uh, drought in, on the Western, in Western Canada in the summer of 2021 certainly affected our, our supplies of uh, feed grains grown locally. So we saw the price of barley uh, more than double. We saw wheat uh, more than double. We saw, uh, you know, just access to it at any price become problematic. And that really hasn't changed. Like there, there just isn't a lot of feed grain on the prairies, and uh, so we have to depend on bringing uh, corn and and uh, uh, you know other other uh, supplies of uh, like uh, using pelleted screenings and stuff to to get by because uh, local supplies just aren't aren't plentiful at all. They're pretty rare.
0: Posberg says it was a tough winter for livestock producers.
2: Well, in, in during the, the winter, uh, January, February, not only did we have uh, to bring uh, corn and, and soybean meal up from the U.S., but because of trucking problems and, and bad weather, you know, that really added to the logistics of making sure we kept our f- pigs fed. So that it was a tough winter, quite frankly. Yeah, tight supplies, uh, very high uh, uh, grain, feed grain costs, and and you add to that uh, logistics of uh, moving grain up to where we need it. Uh, but fortunately, um, you know, we've we've uh, put some things in place uh, in in Western Canada. We figured out how to bring corn up by rail car, and uh, uh, the trucking thing is still problematic, but, you know, we've kind of figured out uh, ways to do things, and, uh, you know, the weather has improved as as we run into springtime, so even though the, the price of the grain is uh, still very high, at least we don't have to worry about uh, from week to week whether we can actually have the feed available to feed our animals. So, from that point of view, it's it's gotten better.
0: And Posberg says the war in Ukraine is a concern.
2: Well, because of the uh, the factors in in Russia and Ukraine, uh, they're not only big um, grain producers themselves, uh, wheat and. And corn and uh and uh, other grains uh but they also produce a lot of fertilizer that's used around the gold globe to uh enhance the uh, the the uh, productivity of our our farmland globally like uh for example, Brazil depends a, a lot on uh on uh, Russian and Ukrainian fertilizer for for their fertilizer supplies. And, you know, it has an impact on our uh, fertilizer availability here as well. Add to that, uh, you know, there's going to be grain land in Ukraine that isn't uh, put into crop because, you know, there's tanks and and soldiers uh, all around. Uh, That's not a good, stable way to to (laughs) produce a crop. So, you know, the supply of grain... Uh, from that part of the world is going to be affected um, as well because of the fertilizer they produce. That's going to have an impact on, on many other areas. And, you know, globally, we, we have a, a, a very uh, intertwined global um, mechanism of producing food, and uh, there there's uh, quite a high likelihood that... Uh, this is going to impact and, and cause parts of uh, the food supply to be severely impacted. High grain prices mean uh, our cost of production goes up. Uh, if that's not passed on, then, then uh, you know we can't stay in business. And it's not just us because this uh, global grain supply is, is threatened. It affects everything from uh, a loaf of bread to a beefsteak and everything in between.
0: Posberg is hoping for a successful prairie crop this year. Florian Posberg is a partner with Polar Pork Farms. This segment of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And Arcola Building Supplies. Small town lumberyard, big on service. ArcolaBuildingSupplies.com Satellite images on a clear day show where the snow line begins and ends in Saskatchewan. There is more snow at Rosthern than Saskatoon and the snow cover steadily increases the further north you travel. Arnold Balicki is chair of the Saskatchewan Cattlemen's Association and a cow cap producer in the Shellbrook area.
7: You know, I haven't seen a winter like this since I was a kid, and it's been a long time ago that I was a kid, so that'll give you some idea as to how bad it is. But no, we've got snow drifts here uh, in places that are 10 feet high at, at intersections, and it probably three feet, maybe four feet of snow on the level here in, in, on our field, so yeah, we got a lot of snow to go before we can see any grass.
0: The large amounts of snow will provide some much-needed moisture recharge following last year's drought.
7: I think we're going to go into spring in really good shape as far as moisture, you know, because the ground isn't frozen. Uh, you really have to watch how you tilt your bucket or your blade so you don't start gouging dirt. So we're thinking if it's a, if it's a slow melt, it's going to soak in really well.
0: On the flip side, all of this snow means it's going to take long to get cattle back on the pasture. For Balicki, it's usually mid-May. This year, it could be as late as
7: June 1st. I think we're going to go into spring in really good shape as far as we have the big concern over how long this winter is going to last. And hopefully we have enough feed to get us through to the end. And, And hopefully producers have money to buy extra feed if they have to for another week or two.
0: Balicki says cattle producers in the north will be in better shape once the snow has melted, and he's hoping very dry southern Saskatchewan gets more than its fair share of moisture in the coming weeks as well. The National Farmers Union says Ottawa's 2030 emissions reduction plan has some flaws. In some cases, the NFU says the federal government has taken some large strides, including a commitment to work with farmers to reduce emissions from fertilizer use by 30%. However, NFU Climate Committee Chair Stuart Oak is concerned Ottawa is projecting only a small decrease in total agricultural emissions between now and the year 2030. He also sees a misstep by ramping up biofuel production and a focus on speculative agri-technologies that benefit large corporations, risk farmer techno-entanglement and seem unlikely to reduce emissions. He says the federal plan appears only to see a slight decrease in actual agricultural emissions, from 73 million tons carbon dioxide equivalent in 2019 to 71 million tons in 2030. He says farmers want to do more, and a 20% reduction should be possible by 2030 if there's adequate government support. He says farm groups are working out details of effective on-farm actions and government policies that could result in large reductions. Market update is brought to you by Freeze Tallman Lumber. Purchase your all weather windows with installation from Freeze Tallman before April 27th and you'll save 15%. Grain prices were showing upward movement in early trading. Viterra prices for canola went up 1480 at One red spring wheat increased 449 at 472.39. The rest unchanged. Durham 551.16. Feed barley 362.54. Flax 12.91.47, lentils 9.02.50, oats 5.01.53, yellow peas 6.39.66, feed wheat 3.78.30. At Minneapolis, May spring wheat rose 17 cents at 10.82 and a quarter cent a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Wayburn Livestock Exchange. Call Wayburn 842-4574. Now the latest livestock quotes.
3: Good afternoon, everyone. This is Lee bringing the Heartland Market Report direct from Current. 2,424 cattle last week with all classes selling. City with lots of orders on the market. Here are the quotations D102 cows, 90 to sales of $106. d 3 cows, 70 Good mature bulls, bringing $1.15 to $37.50, medium $1.10 to $1.15. Four to five hundred pound steers, two thirty to two fifty-five and a half. Five pounds, to six hundred pounds, two ten to two fifty five and 5 to 600 fifty-two and a quarter. Six seven hundred pound steers, two dollars to two thirty five and a half, seven a half. Seven to eight hundred pounds, one eighty-five to two dollars. Eight to nine hundred pounds, one seventy-five to one ninety. Nine hundred thousand pounds are one sixty-five to one seventy-five. Heifers four to Four to five hundred pound grass heifer, two dollars to two fifteen. Five to, pounds, to six hundred pounds, one eighty five to two oh five. Six seven hundred pounds, one seventy five to one ninety. Seven eight hundred pounds, one sixty six to one eighty five. Eight nine hundred pounds, one sixty one seventy seven fifty. Nine hundred to thousand pounds, one forty five <clears> to <throat> one sixty five. This Thursday, April seventh, another yearling sale. The next Thursday, uh, April the 14th, bread, cow, and heifer sale. This has been Lee from Heartland Livestock and Swift Card.
0: And now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices.
3: Good afternoon, everyone. This is Lee bringing the Heartland...
2: Ham hey, sold 5,200 hogs Friday, selling a range of 226 to $239 per ckg. Today's sales are expected to be around 8,000 head. Selling a range of 225 to 239 dollars per ckg. 100 index hog prices for the week ending Saturday, April 2nd, are Holy West 2020, 231.40; Holy West 2021, 234.10; Maple Leaf Sig 4, 226.20; Hams Cash, 224.20; Thunder Creek Brico, 224.01; High Life Cash and Contract, 240.53 dollars per ckg.
0: Coming up, the resource report. Now the resource report, brought to you by Second Look Online Auction. Visit 2ndlookonlineauction.com to see what's up for bid. There are many economic ripples from Russia's attack on Ukraine, and one of them is the uranium market. Cameco's chief financial officer, Grant Isaac, spoke about that at a recent virtual uranium conference. He explains that Cameco takes care of about 52% of the world's uranium enrichment, and about a quarter of that enrichment service is in the United States and the European Union. Russian companies do about 28% of the world's uranium conversion, so they make a significant contribution to global fuel supplies. Isaac says the question is not if Western markets will turn their backs on Russia, it's when and how fast. The other thing is, even if neither
5: side goes with sanctions or retaliatory sanctions, secondary sanctions and tertiary sanctions are having a bite. It's very difficult to find somebody willing to logistically ship material that is coming from Russia.
0: Enriched uranium is a type of uranium where the composition has been changed and then it's transported to a fuel fabrication plant where it's converted to a powder to be used in fuel rods for nuclear reactors. On the markets, the TSX is up 62 points to 22,015. The Dow has gained 10 points to 34,828. Oil has risen 236 at $101.63 per barrel. The Canadian dollar is up 13 one hundredths of a cent at 79.99 cents U.S. That's the Resource Report. If you missed any segment of the show, tune in to the On Demand Saskatchewan Agriculture Today podcast, brought to you by Gowan Canada. Gowan Canada understands the challenges growers face and takes pride in finding effective crop protection solutions. Visit gowancanada.com to learn more. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon. This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of edge microactive pre-emergent herbicides.